Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting. And have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way. As well as setting goals and updating our progress each week. With brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, back by popular demand, we are doing part three of our top secret tips. Yes, these are some of our most popular episodes, and we're always picking up some new tips and tricks along the way here. So we have five more of our top secret posh tips to share today. Yes. So before we get into that, what's going on this week? Not too much going on since we last recorded, but I'm a little bit excited because so I've been able to meet up with some of the resellers in Phoenix. A few of us have a group chat on Instagram. And in the past, we've gone to dinner a couple times and it's been really fun to like meet up with them. I feel like we all have a lot in common just being resellers. And we haven't met up in a while, but the other day, one of the girls messaged and asked if some of us would be free next weekend to meet up and maybe go thrifting and take some like pictures for Instagram and maybe even make some reels. So I think I'm going to go. We still haven't really worked out the details, so there's still a chance it might fall through. But either way, I'm, I'm excited maybe sometime in the future to meet back up with them again and I think it'd be fun to go thrifting with some of them because I'm sure I could learn a lot about like some of the things they're looking for to pick up and all of that. So that sounds super fun. I know. I know. We've gone to dinner before, which is really fun to sit and talk with them, obviously, too. But um, to be like out thrifting together would be really fun. And also, unless you're here visiting me, Maddie, it's like I don't really get a lot of pictures of me like thrifting you know so I think it'd be fun and like productive too to meet up with other people that like get it and like also want pictures and stuff for their like Instagram and and all of that for like their reselling so uh yeah I'm really excited about that I hope it happens supposed to be on Saturday here so we'll see how that goes awesome we are recording a little in advance we are still a little bit ahead with our episodes so possibly by the time this comes out you'll know if I already went and met up with them or not (laughs) we'll see the pictures (laughs) you'll see the content coming soon to shop Taylor J on Instagram promo (laughs) love it other than that um I know we have talked previously about the Poshmark camp the drama of it all (laughs) I did end up getting some of my campaigns from early in January before they kind of called the whole thing off. Some of those were approved. So I have the $5 posh credits. It was kind of weird because like half of it went just to my regular posh balance, which I'm pretty sure was like a mistake, but I just cashed it out. Yeah. (laughs) And then half of it. So $15 of the $30 that I made doing them for the first little bit of the month. Uh, went to my posh credit and that's been burning a hole in my pocket. And I decided to, instead of buying something to resell, I treated myself to some new gel nail polish colors. Um, Maddie has had like a gel manicure light and some of the polishes that go with that for a while. And for Christmas, I ended up getting um, some gel polish colors too and so I bought a light and manicure set for myself and I did it the first time. I'm like obsessed. I want to like get better at it, obviously, because it was my first time right. really trying it myself. But it turned out like I would give myself like an A minus, like there's flaws a little bit. But for the fact that it was free and I did it myself at home, it balanced out of not paying someone like 40 bucks to do it, you know? Totally. So what kind of colors did you get? So I got... I I was searching for, like, there's some certain colors from OPI that I really like, and I have, like, the regular nail polishes up, so, like, one of them is the color Linkin Park After Dark, and then one of them is the color Bubble Bath, which is, like, a very glossy light pink color, 
And then it came in a set with two other ones that I think are some of their more popular colors as well. So I got that on Poshmark. Nice. That's awesome. I was checking on Mercari and there's like another set of colors I want over there. <laughs> so I'm considering just buying it on there. This is like another thing, you know, I think you can buy them obviously uh, other places, but these ones are brand new in box and I'm able to get a really good deal on it that way. So just yeah, tip for being thrifty. Definitely. <laughs> and the OPI ones normally can be kind of pricey. So. Yeah. I looked up and to buy just like the Lincoln Park after dark was going to be, I think like $18 just for the one bottle of the gel polish of it. Oh, wow. With the shipping yeah. and stuff. So I got a set of four and I think it was like 30 bucks. So nice. still kind of expensive, but. I mean, worth it. If worth you know you more. like those colors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we have the gel polishes. Um, we have a couple sets of there's there's a few different sets you can get on Amazon, um, and the light came with a set too. So I already have some colors from that, and I do like all those colors as well. I just was excited to get my hands on a few of the OPI ones because I really like those. Yeah, definitely try them all out. Yeah, love it. What's new with you this week? Not a lot. I have one item. It's more of a to do than a you know, I've done it, <laughs> but <laughs> I made a bunch of thank you notes a couple months ago. It was one of my goals to do that. And I made a lot of them and I was so excited when I did it and they're starting to run out. I think I have like three left. So oh, it's Time just so nice. Printed. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice when you already have them done, but I still have quite a bit of the construction paper. I got like a big pack. So I'm excited to like pick out some new pages from that to print off. I tried to pick more like wintry ones the first time, like yeah. that had like holly and things like that. So I'm excited to do more spring. It's a bunch of like floral ones is the oh, pack. Beautiful. So, so that is on my list because I definitely want to keep that going. I do like adding them in as like the extra touch of saying thank you. So yeah, and once you get them list. printed off, it's easy to just throw in, too. Yeah, and now I have the template already, too, that I can so just easier. print them off. I should do it today. Let's be real. <laughs> At least get them printed. You can even cut them out later. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, we have one more update for the podcast, a little bit of a announcement coming soon, but... We are super excited. We want to start making some custom like Sisters Who Posh merchandise and begin the process of that. Yes. So if you know, if you listen to our podcast, we do run the anchor ad on our podcast. And over the last, you know, almost two years we've been recording, we have saved up a little bit of money in there that we want to we're never sure what we want to buy with it yeah <laughs> it has to be something like you know that we can use together and can help our podcast grow and all of that and something like fun that we like probably you know we could just buy ourselves but it's kind of fun to say we paid for it with the podcast right <laughs> money. yeah so we decided we're gonna buy a cricket i know there's tons of other resellers that do like custom um, kind of like upcycling of yeah. items with a Cricut. You can use it to like print and make like custom t-shirts or sweatshirts or really anything like mugs, stuff like that using a Cricut. So that's something we want to like try out. And I think it would be really fun for us to get one of those using our posh income. And <laughs> then next time we get together for a weekend, we can, you know, start crafting up some items. We're not sure how we want to do it. Um, we thought possibly listing them just like on our Poshmarks. I don't think we're to the point where we want to like have a specific website for it or anything. Yeah. Um, but maybe we could even open an Etsy store for it too, for like our Sisters of Posh stuff and just have it cross-listed onto there. Definitely. We could consider too making a Sisters Who Posh Poshmark account as well. Yeah. Just like totally uh, yeah. separate from you and me. Yeah, I think that's how we probably would go about it, just so it can be easy to keep track of. Yeah, um, easier for people to find, too. Yeah. Why did I put the 27 at the end of mine? I don't know. 
<laughs> Every time I search you on Poshmark, because I just type in shop with Maddie and don't even type in the 27 and no one else comes up. So I'm always like, why did you put the 27? I swear <laughs> it wasn't available, but like. Maybe there's like an inactive it? user or something that has it, the name, but like now their account's deleted or something. Yeah. Who knows? something like that but either way we're excited uh we're, we're kind of in the process of starting to source just things that we think would be cute with a little sisters who posh logo printed on them and like we said this is really early stages we haven't even ordered the cricket or anything yet uh so we're looking at potentially like a spring merch drop yes <laughs> so let us know what you would like sisters who posh printed on um because then we can keep an eye out for some of that stuff make sure it's stuff that people would actually want and be able to use. Yeah, definitely. And if worse comes to worse, like we're loving, we've, we've had Sister Suposh sweatshirts printed from like just a different Etsy store that makes custom sweatshirts, as well as our sister got us those glass mugs for Christmas that have the Sister Suposh on them. And like, I know we could just personally use a few more things. Right. That. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I just want like whole sweatsuit that's sisters who posh yeah this might be stuff we sell this might be stuff we just are making for ourselves yeah (laughs) it's like we end up making it all and then we don't even list it yeah (laughs) we might not be able to keep up with the demand of just what we want yeah (laughs) we're really excited about that i think it'll be really fun yeah so more coming soon on that we are bringing to you live our posh news update give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. This week's Posh News update, I saw on Instagram people posting that USPS, the post office, has updated the way they're using the self-scanning machines that they have usually in the lobby of the post office. We've recommended in the past using these self-scanning machines as a way to like get your packages shipping faster because typically I feel like when you drop it off in that chute, it seems more frequently. So things usually do start tracking within the first couple hours. Whereas if you just drop it in the regular blue mailboxes, sometimes they don't start tracking till like overnight or sometimes yeah. even longer. <laughs> so the post office has come out and said now that they are going to be counting that scan using the self-scan machine as like an official scan showing that the item was at the post office. And it should, in that case, start tracking the item in Poshmark like pretty instantaneously, which is really cool for us as resellers because it kind of gets, we've mentioned like when you drop it off and once it starts actually scanning in Poshmark, that's really when we feel like we can like wipe our hands of the item and consider it like in the post office's hand that once you have it tracking in Poshmark is when you aren't getting those like shipping reminders anymore and all of that. So as a reseller, it's really nice once it's something starts tracking in Poshmark, that way the customer knows that the item's on its way at that point and you don't have to worry about it anymore. And this will really speed up that process. Yeah, that'll be totally game changing. I know it's frustrating on both sides when you've already dropped it off at the post office or at the box and it's not tracking yet and the customer is like hey are you going to be shipping this soon like trying to get updates and you're just like i don't really have any more information you know you're just kind of waiting so it's nice too because i think we've both had it before we're like a package we drop off and then like it, it happens very rarely and there's really good insurance on it from Poshmark's end, but like sometimes like a package will go missing, like it never starts tracking and then yeah, it just gets, kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So at least if you were the one scanning it and that that scan does count now, it'll at least show in Poshmark that it was at, dropped off at one point. Cause I feel like in the past, like we'll get the email back from Poshmark being like, Hey, it looks like your package has gone missing. Yeah. Make sure you scan it. Da, 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 or what you know whatever they say about that. And it says like re- reach out to your local post office to figure out what's going on with it. Or it says something like that like you should reach out to your post office yeah. and it's like that is never going to work. Like no. I, I don't know. That just seems like that's not the way to go about it. So it's nice that you could I feel like it's a really good incentive to use those machines, the self-service ones. 
yeah. to just like get the first scan yeah right away because sometimes I have if I have like a full basket of packages I'm dropping off and some of them are too bulky to fit in like just the blue mailbox kind of thing sometimes I do drop them in that like silver chute that is next to the self-service yeah. machine but I don't even scan them in the self-service machine I literally just like drop them in there because even that I feel like does make it start scanning faster but now that I know that that because I've kind of had it in my mind like oh well like even when I scan in that machine it doesn't even start tracking until like an actual employee scans it back there so I just like dump them all in the chute and move on with my life but now that I know that that actually does do something that might change my mindset you know definitely yeah I think I've only used that machine like once it was super easy to use but um yeah. It's definitely, yeah, like an incentive if I have a bunch of packages to just go do that really quick. So I don't have to, it's the worst just waiting for that first scan, like, yeah, for them to be picked up. <laughs> it is. One thing I saw in the comments of some of the posts that people were talking about this is there, there is like a little bit of a downside where it seems like, like for people that scam using these reselling platforms by like acting like packages got, have gone missing when they really haven't seems like this might make that a little bit easier to do. That was like the mm -hmm. one thing Yeah. with having it have to be like scanned by a post office official before it would start tracking in Poshmark. It like makes it like, no, it was legit. It was scanned by a third party that it was tracking where now, like if you ordered something on Poshmark and the person like was using their powers for evil, they could <laughs> like say they scanned it in the machine and then just like take it with them. So that's a little scary to think about, but I think, you know, 99% of the resellers, it's going to be a good thing to just get these packages scanned faster. Right. And if someone was doing that scam, I feel like Poshmark would pick up on that like really quick. If it was like all, all their of their packages are, like, are lost in the mail. Them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's like, true. You sold a hundred pairs of these shoes and none of them, <laughs> none of them started tracking. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. And then they'll kind of hopefully get banned, like on eBay, how people are getting banned for much less, <laughs> aka yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're right. I think they would be on to you pretty fast. Maybe they might be able to pull one or two over on you, but then, um, uh, yeah, I don't think you're, I think you're right. That wouldn't turn into a long-term issue. Yeah. And I think in cases when the packages do get lost in the mail, they make everybody whole yeah. so I mean it does kind of suck that the scammer would get the money too for a couple but like the buyer would never just be out oh, with the money yeah true yeah interesting yeah so that's the word on the street be on the lookout. <laughs> I don't know if it's like in effect right now I guess I haven't tried it but um, yeah that will be interesting I, I want to test it out and see like how fast it if it does really start tracking like the minute you start scanning it that would be really cool <sighs> That's really going to help my shipping time. Oh, my shipping time is about to plummet. Uh, <laughs> low heavens, if that makes sense. <laughs> totally. All right. So that brings us to the main section of the episode, our part three of top secret posh tips. So we're going to do five top secret posh tips. We like to pick tips that aren't like all over Instagram and like, I don't know. We try to pick ones that aren't just like the classic tips that everyone has always seen and try to really give you some insight into things that we're seeing and trying on our closets. Yes. That's like when we originally did the top secret posh tips part one, that's why we named it the top secret. Cause it's like, we are trying to avoid just like the classic, like share your closet or like, yeah. I don't know. There's just a few that, you know, there are good tips, especially when you're new to learn, but these are, we're trying to dig a little deeper to some of the things that um, you kind of figure out after being on the platforms longer, some different workarounds you can use to improve your yeah. posh business. Definitely. So we are really big How I Met Your Mother fans. And <laughs> Taylor had the idea of naming the posh secret tips. Like, Barney Stinson has his playbook and each play to like get women is like the, Robin, the scuba diver yeah. or like it's like the something <laughs> we were kind of dabbling this I think in our top secret posh tips part two I can't remember what they exactly were but I remember one of them we had like a name for 
Or we, we, yeah. had, we had one that was, like, Maddie's top secret tab, and then we yeah, had, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it'll be easier to reference back to these... Yeah. ...when we name them, so we don't have to be, like, explain the whole thing again. We can just say the title. Oh, my gosh. I just sold a bundle of two things <gasps> for $120. <gasps> no. What? what? It's what the anthropology... It? jumpsuit overall things and the free people like wide leg pants i'm freaking i might have just hit my goal i think i just hit a thousand dollars she's made it is january was your best month last year too so maybe it's gonna be you might be crushing every goal i'm kind of excited wow she just asked me for measurements and that must oh. have been the right measurement because she just Dang, she's like say no more fits me like a glove wow i'm pumped gosh okay uh, this is nowhere near as exciting but i just sold a bundle for 55 dollars. let's go let's go bundles and universal thread jeans were in there like bah, 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 bah. Okay. i got those to play twice more info on that coming <laughs> more later. on that later <laughs> So we look back and the only one that kind of had a name before that I can think of is we had Maddie's Top Secret Posh Tip, which started this entire Obviously. series, the Maddie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yes. then we have, um, we had one that was like the less is more, which is our strategy basically about responding to cases. We talked about it in the past. Oh, and we had the plead the fifth. On, that's what we were calling it. That was it. That's what we were calling fifth. it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't the less is more. It was the plead the fifth on cases where you just don't really say much <laughs> on cases at all. Um, yeah. So we kind of been dabbling in naming them, but we're going for it. And we're considering potentially maybe down the line we need to replace, release like a playbook of some of these t- secret tips. So Oh, yeah. Be a look little that. reference guide. Yes. But anyway, without further ado, here are five Top Secret Posh Tips Part 3. I feel like it needed a theme song. That was such a good setup. <laughs> What's the da 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 I heard it's not the greatest, but I'm kind of thinking of it more as the Lizzie McGuire reboot, and then I think I'll like it more if I'm not comparing it to How I Met Your Mother, you know? Agreed. Or, like, Younger, the spinoff. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. The original, it's really hard to beat. That's, like, our favorite show, so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, back to the tips. So, tip number one is called the ultimate undo button. So, I feel like this happens a lot where, like, you have active offers out there, and you kind of want to retract them for a variety <laughs> of reasons. Reason number one, you accidentally like fat fingered it and sent an offer for like $20 when it should have been like $120 or something like that. And you're like, oh no, Delete. I hope nobody accepts. Otherwise, this happens a lot too with like people that are newer to Poshmark where maybe you sent them an offer and then they came back and said like, five dollars less like you sent them off offer for like 50 and they said would you do 45 and you're like obviously yes and then they don't really know how to like decline that offer and send a new one it's like you just it's kind like, of in the waiting. comments it's really complicated to explain you kind of feel like they're gonna fall off the hook at any second just yeah. it seems like you're like okay first go in decline my offer then <laughs> i will with the shipping discount still and then I will accept it <laughs> or whatever yes. it might be. It just yes. seems like, seems like there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's an easy way friend. to lose them. <laughs> yeah. Also it happens where like, if you sell something on Mercari and then you have all these active offers on Poshmark and you're just like, oh, I don't want to like accidentally sell it twice. Like bad luck. The item sits forever and then it sells twice in one day. Just oh, wouldn't really leave a bad taste in your mouth. So it happens where you have these active offers and you just like don't want them anymore. So a way around this, because you can't really cancel the offers once they're out there, but the workaround for that is changing the size of the item. So if you actually go in and like act like you're editing the item 
and change the size from like small to medium, then it cancels all of the offers you had out there because it's like the original offers were for the small and now all of a sudden it's a medium. So like that would be misleading for the the people that had the active offers out there to like now be getting this medium. So this is super helpful. Yeah, so basically they'll get like the notification being like, you change the size, it was a small, you change it to a medium, then you have to change it back to the small so it's still like accurate. The yes. Like the that's like mismarked. <laughs> but then um, what will happen on the buyer's end is they get a notification being like, hey, this offer is no longer available. This person has edited the listing. So, and then you can send them a new offer basically. You have kind of a clean slate on sending a new offer for that item. So I feel like this comes in clutch. Like it, you don't use it a ton, but it's like a clutch thing to know how to do because sometimes it comes in clutch because not only even for just sending the offers and, you know, you're working with a newer person, but it also comes in handy when like, if you're copying listings, yes. it won't let you copy a listing. If or it won't active... let you delete the listing. Yeah. It won't let you delete an old listing when there's offers on that current listing. So in that case, you can like copy the listing, make the new version of the listing. And even if you had an active offer on the listing, then you just change the size. And then from there, you can just delete it as well. Yeah, because otherwise we would do it where we'd like copy the listing now. And then we'd be like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to remember <laughs> to delete it. And then you have like two of the listing out there. It's so confusing. Like, And you might not notice and then it might sell again in like six months. And then you're like looking for it in your inventory. And then knowing our luck, it'll be in a bundle. And then we'll have to figure that all out. Yeah. And it'll sell for more the second time. <laughs> yeah. Just you don't want that heartbreaking information in your head. So... Yeah, so this is super helpful and you can use it in the variety of situations like we said. So definitely something to, once you're aware of, I feel like now I find situations where I'm like, oh, I should just like. <laughs> it's the ultimate undo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, our second top secret posh tip, part three, is the big summer blowout. Okay, you can't say it like that. You have to say, the big summer blowout. <laughs> well, you just said it for me. So, um, obviously, yes, this is a Frozen reference, but this is another tip that you might not use every day, but when you use it, it's going to come in clutch. So, we've mentioned in the past, when we are running a promotional sale on our closet, so we've done in the past, like, name your own price sales, or, like, everything's $30 sales, and we have been trying to incorporate these sales into our business probably at least once a quarter to kind of clear out some older inventory and do a final push for a big sales weekend to help our month. Originally, when we were running these sales, we would, so we would want to send, you know, you want to get the word out about your sale. So right. we would go into everyone's bundles, check all of our recent likes and just keep scrolling back and individually going to everyone's bundles and send them a message being like, Hey, I'm having a $30 sale. Like check it out. Let me know if you have questions, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it was game changing enough when they came out with the bulk commenting feature where you can basically click on every single, you know, go to your, my shoppers seller tool, click on at people have, that have recently liked your items and then send them a comment to all their bundles all at once. Like I thought that was fast. Yeah. But I was having a sale in my closet um, at the beginning of January and I learned something so game changing that my mind was blown. So you can actually in the, my shoppers feature, click the check mark next to like the first person in your recent likes, scroll, 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 scroll infinitely forever. And then just hit shift, hold down shift and click the bottom one. And it will in an instant select all of the ones in between, which it's like, you know, you know, on this feature on like other, you know, websites, you know, just shift and then you can hold down and like click and it selects them all, select all option, you know, yeah, not reinventing the wheel here. But I didn't know you could do that in Poshmark because Poshmark is usually like not making it easy for you to. They love to have us like clicking they buttons want individually. App. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I don't think they might, they might not even know about this. So just keep this on the DDL because it's game changing. <laughs> and yeah, then you can, with a, basically within seconds, I was able to send, I think I sent like 1700 messages and it took me 
actually one minute to do. Yeah. And then obviously you have to leave the tab open and then it counts them all down. But before this, even using the bulk feature, I think I was running a sale. It was my birthday sale. Yeah. So you were in town. Um, we, we had other family in town for the weekend of my birthday. And it also happened to be parents weekend at ASU. So um, our dad and Kristen were in town too. And we were about to like head out for the day to go to these events. And I was running my birthday sale that same weekend. And I had been like sitting on the floor in the living room, like clicking, clicking, clicking. I'm like, that's fine. We're going to go to this event, but I want to send out like a thousand of these birthday sale messages for the day. And I clicked all of them. And then there was like some type of glitch. It took me probably like an hour. I selected over a thousand people in my shoppers. And I wasn't starting at the beginning. So it's like before that, I even had to scroll to like the summer to find these people where I had left right. off for Saturday morning. And I selected them all and it glitched and none of them sent out. And then like we were running out of time. So I only was able to send like 200 out before we had to leave. Yeah, no more. You can do the select the top one, scroll, 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 select the bottom one and head out the door. Head out the door. <laughs> go on. Go to the parents weekend party. And yeah, so this is game changing. Unfortunately, so when we first found this out, um, I think our sister Macy is the one that texted me because I was showing her it. And she was like, oh my gosh, does that work for sharing? Because if that did work for the sharing, that would almost oh. make the posher VA yeah of it all or like our sharing tool that we use sometimes like obsolete because you would able to be able to just like select the first time in your closet and like really yeah. quickly scroll to the bottom select the bottom one but unfortunately that does not work it doesn't work for the mm. offers either it only works in the actual my shoppers screen yeah so you can you can use it to like add all their likes to their bundle or send them all offers that way by selecting them all so but it has to be on the My Shoppers list. And it also does have to be on a desktop. It doesn't work on a phone. Obviously, there's no shift. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I am looking to run a sale semi soonish, So yeah. I'm really excited to use it for the, uh, that purpose. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's a huge revelation if you're running a sale. <laughs> yeah, because the big thing of running a like having a successful sale is just having like a lot of people to tell that you're having a sale yeah so that'll be huge yeah top secret tip number three of the day is the hello it's me no 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 <laughs> you gotta sing it like Adele go ahead you can do it <laughs> hello <laughs> it's me <laughs> exactly yes so this tip is to still communicate with the buyers through the bundle message daily, even if you're using automated offers. Really, like, don't skip this step. So with, like, Posture VA and other tools, even just using the bulk offers that we were just talking about in the My Shoppers on Poshmark, Yes. It's really easy to send out these offers a lot quicker than going to the bundles individually and like, doing you know, doing it school way that we used to do. Yeah, exactly. But the one thing you want to keep in mind is still sending out these messages, personalizing it a little bit saying like, hey, thanks so much for like checking out my closet. Let me know if you have any questions. Just sending that message still really like humanizes you and sets you apart from other sellers so really recommend still doing that even if you're using like posh or va that'll send out the offers automatically after like 10 minutes so just going in still on a daily basis and sending out those messages which you can do in the my shoppers tool it's one of the options to like send a comment to all these people's bundle so you could just copy it in there and send it out to everyone right in there as well. Yes. Yeah, we re really recommend. There's so much like cool bulk features and automation right now, but the, the classic just chatting with your customers, sending the message, having them have a space where they can ask questions, like it makes a huge difference and we still make a lot of sales that way. So yeah, we really don't think you should skip sending comments still yeah. on the offers you send out. Definitely. Okay. The next tip. We're calling it the secretly she in. 
Okay, so okay, so for secretly Shein, we are talking about it's just a fact that even for ourselves, when we're thrifting at the thrift store, you pick up an item, you're like, this is really cute. And <laughs> then you check that brand tag and you see that it's Shein and subconsciously. Yeah, you don't even you you can't even it just happens in an instant, the item becomes less cute knowing it's yeah. Shein. Because you just know instantly as a reseller, it's like, this is a really cute item, but like, you know, I'm not going to be able to get as much for it. Right. So this has come into play for us when we have been lately using our method of taking some of our items that we aren't, we're not going to be able to sell them for a lot on our own Poshmarks because it's like Shein doesn't sell for a lot full price. Originally. Originally. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to sell Shein for a lot on your Poshmark, no matter what, because it's just not... They can get it on the website for cheaper than you're probably going to be wanting to sell it for, for on your Poshmark to get a good resale. So these Shein items, we are looking to take those to the buy-sell trade to trade them out. Because the buy-sell trade source, Play-Dohs and Buffalo, like, will take Shein in our experience. Yeah. They have a lot. Yeah. They're looking for those trendier fast fashion styles a lot of the time. And even if it says Shein on the tag, like, they will still buy it. But the, the issue that we're, we've run into is when we're taking these items to buy, the buy-sell trade store, they see Shein, too, and they know that they can't mark a Shein dress for, like, $28 Yeah, at Buffalo because their customer that's shopping the racks, too, knows that they can find a Shein dress online for, like, $12. So one thing we've been experimenting with and we've heard other resellers talk about too, is when you're selling to a buy, sell trade store, if it's one of these brands, that's a lower cost brand, like Shein, there's like, I think one called Zaffle. That's like very similar to Shein. There's also even just like old Navy, some of these brands like that, that it's like, they're not going to sell for a whole lot, but it's still a cute piece. We've been experimenting with, just trim trimmery the Shein tag out of the item. So then they never have the moment of seeing like, oh, this is a cute piece. And then they, they- can judge the piece like objectively then. Yes. Like, is this a good qual like good quality and on trend to pick it up rather than just see Shein and be like, oh, well. Yes, it leaves to the imagination like where it's from. And then you yeah. have the Shein holding it back as knowing that it's a lower cost item. And sometimes, I mean, when it doesn't have a brand on it, then they're also not going to be able to market for like a super high price because obviously like the free people's, like the really good brands, a Goldie jeans, like they're able to mark some of those up at Buffalo because it's a really good brand as well. So it's not like you're going to be able to get like that kind of price for it by cutting the Shein tag out, but I think you're able to get a few more dollars of trade by having them not know it's Shein. Right. Or that might like, they will take it rather than not taking it. Yes. Yeah. So, and a lot of times the Shein clothes, it's specifically talking about Shein. They have the Shein tag is like separate from the like size tag so a lot of times the size tag's mm-hmm. still in it so sometimes they might assume like it's just like a boutique brand or something like that that's kind of just like a no brand item i've had a little bit of luck with some of the items that are Shein that i find at the bins if you just cut out that Shein and take it to buffalo they'll for sure take it and take it for uh, maybe a little more than if they if i did leave the Shein tag in this one's risky because awesome. it's like i also think the buy sell trade people like they're not born yesterday like they see see like the Cutting out tags in the clothes is, like, definitely not a new tip that we've invented. So I think some of the buyers there, like, they see it. So they might – it might raise a red flag with them. They might know to just, like – I don't know. It might affect the decision they're making. But I think more often than not, if it's a – if it is truly a cute piece, yeah, trying. I think that's the the key is, like, if you're at the bins and you saw a Shein top that's, like, super cute, brand new condition – but the only thing holding you back from selling it to the buy sell trade store is that it's Shein and you're like worried about that, then that would be a situation where I would do it. Yes. Another tip that I've heard that kind of plays into this one, this is another one we didn't invent. Another tag to maybe consider removing from your item before trying to sell to a buy sell trade is a lot of brands have like a date tag in the item, especially like mm-hmm. Madewell, American Eagle. I think Nike does this too, where actually if you flip 
the fabric contents tag up, there's like a little small white tag behind that's like literally like a centimeter long. And a lot of the times it says like the month and the year that this item came out basically. And the buyers at the buy sell trade stores, this is like, like they know about that tag and they look at it. So sometimes, a lot of times we bring stuff into a buy sell trade store and they give you back the stuff that they're passing on. They're like, we're passing on this, just some older styles, da, 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 yada, yada, yada. But that's because when they look it up in their little computer, when they're typing away, they, if it has that date tag, they know that these certain brands have the date tag. And if they see it's like a Madewell piece, but it's like from 2016 or something, they'll pass on it because of that sometimes. So if you trim mm. that little tag out and it's a Madewell piece that's still in really good condition, whatever it might be, sometimes they will take it if that if they just aren't able to – because then they're, they're having to search it as an item that they don't know the date for rather than having it like red flag it as a 2016 item. Right. And they're just seeing it as like the item itself rather than like having the date in their mind. It's like the same thing with the Shein where it's like they're just looking at it more objectively of like – the item rather than like having the brand or the date yeah as like their top reasoning yeah agree yeah like you're definitely not gonna be able to use this secretly <clears throat> Shein tip to like price gouge anyone like yeah, the wool isn't gonna be able to pull it over anyone's eyes and we're not trying to like scam anyone by doing this I think that's why we're a little nervous to talk about it sometimes but this is like a this is kind of like a reseller 101 tip for selling to buy sell trade stores not even for resellers but even for like cleaning out your own closet and bringing things yeah. in i've seen this tip before too of like actually mainly for when you're like selling clothes in your own closets like i've seen videos on youtube that are like how to get the most money for your clothes at, at play-dohs or whatever yeah um so i think now that we are kind of consistently bringing things into buffalo and play-dohs from the bins or like older inventory that we've had in our own closet. These are just like, a, this is just a tip that we think is worth it. Can knowing. give you a little leg up. Can give you a little leg up on the competition. Yeah. Our next, we're already at our last tip of the day. Wow. So our last tip kind of goes hand in hand with it. This tip we're titling the third time's the charm. <laughs> so this tip is to consider bringing the same items to buy, sell, trade store more than once and just add new items and kind of like mix in which items you're bringing. So it's not super obvious that it's like the exact same bag in the exact same order of yes. the things they didn't want. But I think it can vary like what they take based on, you know, just who, which employee is looking at it that day, what else they've already bought that day, you know. Are they having a good day? Did they already buy a lot of stuff where they're, you know, maybe be a, a little more choosy with yours? So I think this is a really good tip. We've done this where we've gone once, you know, we have the rejects that they didn't take that we bring a couple of them back the next time and they do take them. So it does work and it's a good way to, you know, if they, if you brought it three times though, and they still haven't taken it and it's been a different person each time and like, maybe cut your losses. Maybe then it's like, <laughs> okay, I should stop doing this now. Yeah. Yeah. A couple caveats with this one too. Like definitely, I don't think we would recommend like bringing in only the same items yeah. again. You got to bring in with the mix of the new. That's like the key piece of this advice because. I think they'll be really on to you if you're bringing the same exact, if you happen to get the same person and it's actually the same stuff. Like I know they're going through a lot. They may not And it's remember. like a week later. Yeah. But I think give them a little more credit than that. They probably do remember the same items in the exact same order. Right. Um, so definitely add in, add in a mix of new items and maybe even take some of them out, only bring some of them, play around with it. But I think you definitely can yeah have luck with a different buyer in a different day different circumstances definitely this ties in perfectly with our importance of stacking the deck yes. we call it for stacking the items that you're going to bring in so yeah because so sometimes it's like you bring in the same items and it's like something might look cuter if it's between you know, three wow factor items that you just found this week at the bins that you're trying to bring in there now and then this item that they project on the past comes after those three like 
they might be on right. a roll being like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Or if it's like you bring in, say it's like a pair of shorts and the first time you brought it in, it was between like two coats and it was yes. just like kind of random where it was like, why are there a pair of shorts in here? But the next time you bring it in next to like a swimming suit and then like a summer dress and it's like kind of all goes together a little bit better more cohesive yeah so I think it's really important when you're picking the items you're going to bring to a buy sell trade store even like lay them all out and kind of sort them and figure out which order you want to bring them in so every once in a while in the deck of items there's like a more sought after brand or like really trendy style or something that like is going to keep their attention. So they're going to look at the whole bag. I think that's my biggest fear when I'm at one of these that like, they're going to look at the first couple items and then be like, yeah, like we're good. You want to mix the losery ones in with good ones. Yeah. Because it's like, that's where I feel like I went wrong. I know a few weeks ago we talked about how my buff, my uh, Play-Doh said that they were taking shorts and I made the mistake of, I brought in like, actually like 25 pairs of shorts and you know (laughs) that's just overwhelming they just took a few of the best ones then and they they I think I did myself dirty where it's like they were like it made all the losery shorts right next to each other they're like oh this is like a lot of not so good shorts but I'm definitely gonna bring some of those shorts back in you know with a mix of like like you're saying like other summer items that are cute and I think I think I'm going to try the third time's a charm with that, of course, bring some of those shorts back in, especially as the weather starts warming up more. Yeah. And be able to have luck with some of the items that they did pass on three weeks ago or whatever. Definitely. I want to experiment, like, telling a story with them a little bit better. Like, thinking, I don't know if this yes. is going too far, but, like, putting a shirt that's, like, sometimes Goes I do it, it where there's, like, really loud prints right next to each other where I want to do, like, a lot, like, a top that's maybe a little bit louder next to like some shorts so then you could see like oh these could be worn together yeah. I don't know am I thinking too much about this no now? <laughs> totally uh, at my at my job at H&M before I went full-time I love yeah. mentioning that's like one thing we would do with the merchandising on the rack we would always you kind of want to sell like a full outfit next to each other yeah. because that way the person that's if they are pulling the top, you want to have the shorts that go with it and then like a dress that also kind of fits the same vibe as that. So we would always merchandise like a top and then a bottom and then a layering piece and then a dress that are all like the same, the same girl would wear them or you could wear them together or you can mix and match that same layering piece with the dress Mm, or with the outfit. Kind of thinking of it as a, this is the shorts that go with that top mentality. Yeah. I think that would definitely, that same concept would definitely apply to like, the buyer at Plato's looking through your items being like, Oh yeah, this could go, this like goes cute together. Like kind of get some of that, that this is that top that goes with these shorts mentality. Awesome. Yeah. I kind of think too, like, I feel like we do this even with our Poshmark closets, not with the full closet, but I'm always thinking of like, okay, what are like my 10 best items in my closet? And like the colors look good next to each other. And those yeah. are like the items that are at the top of your closet. It just kind of, gets the ball rolling of like a cohesive look of the person that likes these eight items will probably like be able to find other stuff in my closet if that makes sense definitely and like looking at like okay if I have a Patagonia that's like a crazy print I don't want to put it next to something else that's also a really crazy print in like a different way (laughs) you know where it's gonna be like oh this is like really like chaotic looking (laughs) together we want to put like that Patagonia next to like some outdoor voices leggings Yeah. yeah definitely kind of create a little story there too in your closet so it's kind of a bonus top secret tip yeah (laughs) so that brings us to the end of our part three top secret tips we absolutely love doing these and just it makes us have to brainstorm some new tips and like think about and like put into words what we're doing and like trying these days so it's really fun for us to keep coming out with these episodes Usually our top secret posh tips do. It's been fun over the last couple of years. They always kind of go with like whatever phase of reselling we're in. Yeah. So obviously on our list here, we have a lot 
that have to do with buy, sell, trade, store selling, because that's something we've been into over the last couple of months. And like even some of the- Like running a sale. And- running a sale. Yeah, that's something that we've kind of incorporated more into. So I love that these the series like kind of grows with us and we have new tips depending on like whatever we've been trying out recently in our in our reselling. Definitely. And also if you- are a newer listener and haven't listened to our part one and part two of our top secret posh tips, definitely go back and check those out. There's a lot of good information in those and things you could be implementing into your closet right away. So check it out. We've done just the top five the last couple of times, but I know in our first one, we were like giving it up, like (laughs) really showing our hand. There's like 10 tips there, I swear. So, uh, Definitely a lot of top secret posh tips to learn if you haven't listened to those episodes already. And we hope to do more in the future and maybe do a compilation of some kind that people could get them all in one place. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Sisters Who Posh. If you have a listener win or a reselling related question you'd like us to answer on an upcoming episode, feel free to reach out out to us on Instagram at sistersuposh, or you can email us sistersuposh at gmail.com. Yes. And we've kind of decided, so we're, we're going to continue doing goals updates. We don't have one for you today, but we will be back with an update on where we ended the month of January. We're going to be about a month ahead on these episodes, but yeah, stay tuned for that information. And then as the episodes come out, you'll learn how we do in February, March, and so on and so forth. But the way we're recording yes. today, we just don't have an update. So <laughs> stay tuned. Things are still just plugging along. The month yeah. is looking Maddie good. Maddie made a month live on air today. So yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped. Can't complain about that. <laughs> and if you liked this episode, don't forget to follow our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to it, as well as leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear the feedback from you guys on what you're loving about the episodes and the five-star reviews just really mean a lot to us. So definitely leave us one if you haven't already. Awesome. Well, we will be back next week with another episode. Until then, love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Was the until then weird? (laughs) When you said it, I thought you were going to be like, happy trails or something. (laughs)